narrowing it down. <laughs> yeah. It could be real life or yeah. the other 37. I think discussing with you is pointless. <laughs> I have to think by myself now. Because you're like just taking me in it's a different true. direction. Yeah. Have you seen a pattern here? Um, murder. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's ask the real question. Is this stranger than fiction? Mm, that is the question. Hello and welcome to this episode of I Should Have Known, the trivia game show that can't be trusted. Each week, one of our quiz masters will present you with four facts about a topic, but one of them is a lie. And it is October, so we are getting creepy. We are doing Stranger Than Fiction for this month, kind of a creepy Halloween-esque theme. I'm your quiz master, Andy, and I'm going to be presenting you with four deaths from Shakespeare, but one of these deaths actually happened. So one of these is a real person's real death, and it does not appear in any of Shakespeare's plays. So join our other hosts, Soups and Tanner, in figuring out which death is stranger than fiction. Okay, cool. Yeah, so Shakespeare, talking about the bard. A mm -hmm. couple caveats before we start is, so technically some of Shakespeare's plays were histories, right? meaning they were about real people who did exist. Mm -hmm. And so some of the deaths that he depicted in his plays, they were real people who did die and perhaps died similarly to how he depicted it, but like, he made it full Shakespeare. Yeah, right. So technically, some of these deaths are real, but like, you know, mm. they've been Shakespeareized. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. But the fake one does not appear in Shakespeare. Right. No, it does not appear. But in it's his like place. a real death or like a real. It's a real person's death. Okay. And so the way that I'm going to present this is that I'm going to just read you a really basic synopsis of the scene where this person dies, uh. decontextualized. So there won't be any names because mm -hmm. the names would really give it away. Yeah. Uh -huh. And then Caesar did this. Yeah. Oh, no. there was, so there won't be any names. And then at the end, I will reveal what plays all of them are from. And then, of course, the one that's not from a play. Mm -hmm. Okay. The real death is from around the same time as Shakespeare. It is. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So from the So it's not like 1500s. a modern person. Yeah. Okay. Like the late Renaissance. So that's how it's going to go. Yeah. Cool. We got lots of guessing. I'm very excited for yeah. this. So the PQQ is... How many human deaths are there in Shakespeare's 38 plays? How many deaths in total? I would say about 246. Yeah, I think there's a lot because I think in some of them, the ones that I do know, like everyone dies. Like yeah. the entire room is just dead. <laughs> it's at least one per... One per play. So one that's per 38. Play, two per play. Two, we're into yeah. the 70s. Like, yeah. I think... A hundred. Is hundred? Yeah. Okay, so you went like less than half of what I just said. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Assumes you're way too high. Oh, no. So, yeah, there are many plays, Hamlet, King Lear, where basically everyone's dead by the end of the yeah. play. Yeah. yeah. But for just as many of those plays, there are plays like Midsummer <sighs> Night's Dream, the comedies where yeah. nobody you dies. either have, yeah, very few or no one <laughs> dies. There are 74. Ah. 74 okay. human deaths. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. Wow. So we have a lot of death. Okay. Very interested to hear who is not a Shakespeare death. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? Awesome. Yeah. So, so ready. Shakespearean death number one. After the assassination of a prominent official, the city descends into chaos. Rioters roam the streets in anger, asking every passerby if they be friend or foe. 
they stop one man and ask his name. When he answers, they recognize it as a famous conspirator in the assassination. The man pleads with them, He is merely a poet by the same name. He is not the conspirator. But the bloodthirsty crowd will not be calmed and tear the man limb from limb. Mm, Do you know the play? No. But I'm guessing from the assassination, the conspirators, that sounds a lot like Caesar. You know, all the senators ganged up on Caesar. Mm -hmm. They stabbed him. And so then after he's assassinated, they're walking the streets and there's chaos. And then some senator has the same name as some poet Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they just kill him. Mm -hmm. Makes sense to me. Okay. And what makes you say this is Caesar? I mean, what's interesting to me is that it's not Caesar's death. Right. That's not the death. No. But it, that would be the play. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be pretty obvious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. This guy yeah. I mean, come on. Our, uh, Shakespeare knowledge is not that pro, but I think we know at least that come much. On. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that those specific terms mm. for like the setting of like right. chaos in the city mm. after the assassination, the conspirators, yeah. that just seems like What Rome. was the plot of Merchant of Venice? Oh, Crap, I don't know. <laughs> Did people die in Merchant <laughs> of Venice? Yes. Yes. I want to say yes. When I hear this plot, something about it just... You think Venice? Yeah, I'm thinking Venice. Okay. Very mm-hmm. possible. He said a lot of his plays in mm-hmm. Italy, right? Yeah. Could be. To be honest, I've never heard of this scene. Right. I don't know this guy's name. Right. So I couldn't tell you who died. But by the description that she gave us, do you think this is like a possible Shakespearean setup? Yes. I think that's what we need to work yeah, out, right? Exactly. Is it Shakespearean made? Yeah. Or is, or is it, it reality? Real? Yeah, yeah. Is it reality? Mm-hmm. Right. I think it sounds very Shakespearean. Like, yeah. oh, no, it's the same name as this other guy. Oh, it's a mistaken identity. Right. Like, that's pretty good. There's some good literary tools yes. that the bard is known for using. Exactly. So I have reasons to believe that this is fiction. Yeah. Sounds like this is something that he would write. I mm-hmm. couldn't pinpoint which exact play this is from. Mm-hmm. If I had to guess, I would say that like this is like Cicero or like some mm. Roman and it actually happened and it's in the play. Oh, okay. That's my guess. Okay. So I think okay. we're on the same page here. I, I think this are, is a Shakespeare we one. We are, but we have like three more to go. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. All right. Okay. Are let's, you ready? Yes. Okay. Yes. Let's, let's move on to play number two. Okay. So Shakespearean death number two. Four young men spend an epicurious afternoon at a tavern discussing philosophy and playing backgammon. Among them is a poet known for his subversive philosophy and rumored to be a spy. Unbeknownst to him, his companions more than despise his ideology. As the afternoon progresses and the companions grow drunker, an argument breaks out between them. In the fray, the poet grabs a dagger and blindly slashes one of his companions, giving him a non-lethal cut. In response, that companion stabs the poet above his right eye, killing him instantly. Oh, gruesome. In a bar. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Do you know which play this is? No idea. Four dudes I, I, I would just take like wild shots. Yeah. And, I, and I'm guessing out of four, at least one will be right. This one screams Othello to me. Okay. See, I thought you were going to say everyone is Merchant of Venice. <laughs> oh, no. that, would, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. I actually thought that was where, where he was going. It's possible Merchant of Venice, yeah. but it's more like Othello to yeah. me. I don't know. Uh, just throwing out names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know any that have like four main characters or mm. like three or yeah. one that's hated by the other ones. And again, it's a poet who gets murdered. Mm. 
So this is quite challenging. Stabbed actually. in the eye. Stabbed in the eye. So that's a very gruesome murder. Yeah. Right. And I mean, you could go about this a different way and you could say, like, what account could she be retelling if not Shakespeare? Right. Like, if it was real, uh-huh. then who wrote this down? Uh-huh. Was it reported in the newspaper or, mm. like, was one of these people some famous person? Right. Like, let's think. Poets, philosophers who maybe have very opinionated ideas, uh-huh. so much so that you would stab them in the eye. If a poet got stabbed in the eye, then... Sounds very British to me, though. Yeah. This whole idea of like tavern and yeah. four friends sitting, yeah. yeah, drinking some ales, yeah. eating, I don't know, shepherd pie yeah. or whatever. I don't know. Yes. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I don't know. It's just like very, I love Stoops' version of like classic England. <laughs> this is what they were doing. I mean, they were hunting rabbits. Yeah. On. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It very well could be one of those plays of Shakespeare about England. Yes. I don't know what to think about this one, right. but I want to say it's Shakespeare. You think, no? Because I can't come up with any real people. Yeah. On a scale of 1 to 10, how off am I with like guessing names <laughs> of the play? That's an extra thing. You don't yeah. get extra stuff. No way. Do you want to okay. hear any more deaths? Yes. <laughs> yes. We're halfway yes. through. We're halfway through yes. the deaths. Okay. All right. Death number three. The queen consort becomes pregnant while a friendly king is visiting her kingly husband. He grows jealous of the attention his friend is showing his wife and begins to fear that his friend is the actual father of his wife's child. When the baby is born, the king only becomes angrier and orders the baby killed. A loyal lord takes the baby into the forest to abandon it there. But shortly after doing so, he is attacked by a bear. When some peasants find the baby later, there is no sign of the unfortunate lord. Oh, that's a lot of moving parts there. That's a lot of moving parts. Yeah, and it's hard to do like decontextualize. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Hmm. Any guesses? Anything? I want to say this is not Macbeth. That's that's like my style. Okay, <laughs> narrowing it down. <laughs> yeah. It could be real life or yeah. the other 37. <laughs> yeah, but also if this is like the real one. This is way too complicated to be a real one. Mm, you think so? This one, this one, this one, that one. It's very hard to keep track of. Yeah. I mean, for me, the first thing that jumps out is it sounds like the Tudors, mm. like Henry VIII, mm. when he was so obsessed with his wife and he was getting paranoid and then he had her beheaded and then Anne Boleyn comes in. Right. Is that accurate? <laughs> I'm so confident in yeah. all the things I know. I think discussing with you is pointless. I have to think by myself now because you're like just it's taking true. me in it's a different true. direction. Yeah. Don't listen to me. <laughs> it's very true. Okay. This sounds mm-hmm. like a play. Mm-hmm. Like you got these people moving backstage. and Right. Like, oh, I'm so jealous of her. Mm-hmm. Oh, what if I do this? Mm-hmm. And then the baby is yeah. in the woods and the man is missing. Like that sounds very play-like. Mm-hmm. It sounds Shakespearean. I don't know what play. I don't yeah. know who the characters are. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I should know. Yeah. Okay. Let's ask the real question. Is this stranger than fiction? Mm-hmm. That is the question. I think this one is fiction. Fiction. Yep. So that means number four is the lie. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to hear four, it? Four death, <laughs> please. Yeah. All right. Death number four. It is a time of great turmoil and unrest in the kingdom. The king mistrusts his two younger brothers. The youngest of them convinces the king to imprison their other brother for treason. As he is escorting this brother to prison... The youngest brother assures him that he will speak on his behalf to the king. After a time, the king does indeed repent, wishing to reconcile with his middle brother. 
but the youngest has other ideas. He sends two assassins to the prison to kill his middle brother. The assassins stab the brother in the back and reportedly give him an ironic sacrament by drowning him in a barrel of wine. Hmm. Barrel of wine. Mm-hmm. And if this is like a real one, mm-hmm. like, which means that we are revolving around England, Spain, France, Italy. Yeah. But a lot of those are also the places where Shakespeare set his place. <laughs> Heather, you're so... not helping at all. <laughs> I don't know. This one also sounds very Shakespeare-ish. Yeah, to it me. does. Like, it's like a plot. Sending of, uh, assassins. Play. Yeah. yeah. And the king. Oh, is the king going to kill his brother? Mm. I really want to see this play. I wonder how it could be real and we haven't heard of it, you know? Any of the English kings? Drown them in a bo- uh, cast Any of, of the wine? Russian czars? Sounds kind of like a Romanov thing to do. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Mm. I love how you guys, after describing history of Henry VIII. <laughs> I can't believe that your method for this episode is, oh, I remember this from history. Yeah. I know plenty. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any brothers who ever killed their brothers. That seems like, very rare. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's your method for Cite figuring every this. single king. Oh, man. Yeah. I guess I would say that's maybe not the best method. It's not a good strategy. Hmm. Sounds like a play to me. <laughs> it does. It does. This one sounds... Actually, now that I'm thinking, like the first and the fourth one definitely jumps out to me as like a play. Yeah. Mm. But we have to guess. Yeah. But, Andy, are you going to give us the descriptions? I'll repeat the deaths. Or rather, give us the names of the plays. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. Nice try. All right. So I'll repeat the deaths for you. Great. Death number one, torn limb from limb by a bloodthirsty crowd. Death number two, stabbed in the eye. Death number three, presumably mauled by a bear. And death number four, stabbed in the back and drowned in a barrel of wine. One Mm. of those deaths is stranger than fiction. It really happened and does not appear in Shakespeare. Have you seen a pattern here? Um, Murder. (laughs) (laughs) no all of them are human interference Uh minus one Uh which is the mulling by a bear Uh that leads you to believe that that wasn't in a play no that leads me to believe that that andy wants us to think that that Uh so that is a play (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) wow i have doubts on number two okay the stabbing Mm. in the eye Mm. You think that that is not in a play. That sounds like a... It's like some famous poet, I guess. Like a bar brawl in, mm. in like England or yeah, Scotland or yeah. something or Ireland. Who's, who's a poet? Who's a contemporary? Name a few contemporaries of... Christopher Marlowe. Is that okay. a guy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> what about Coolidge? Was he around the same time? <laughs> no. No, I guess not. <laughs> I mean, this is Elizabethan, right? So you yeah. have like pirates, mm. right? You have uh, Sir Walter Raleigh. Like you have all these English famous pirates mm-hmm. who it could be. But I don't know about a poet. Yeah. Tanner guessing about history is just like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So spot on. I know. <laughs> Cannot. I think this by far is like the most fun episode of <laughs> I Should Have Known. I officially certify yeah. it. 
not for anyone who likes Shakespeare. No, anyone no. who knows Shakespeare and likes Shakespeare or history yeah. is yeah. just like you guys are. They're like, <laughs> but that's good. That's I guess good. that's fun. That's yeah, fun. that's yeah. fun. Like yeah. I mean, look at our innocence yeah. and ignorance <laughs> and the confidence. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, what about the bear situation? The bear. <laughs> that one sounds so different with the pregnant queen mm. and the friendly king and then the bear mauling. It sounds a lot like you would put it on a stage. It sounds mm. like a play to me. Mm. Can you stage this? I think you totally, could. Totally. You could. Yeah. You could. And yeah. then you don't even have to show the death on mm -hmm. stage. Right. Like the guy is just gone. Yeah. Okay. I don't know which play. I think it's one of the... <laughs> we have established obviously. that. Obviously. <laughs> okay. I'm coming at it from like, I can name a lot of Shakespeare's plays and there must be something in the descriptions of all of them that either consciously or subconsciously should lead me towards guessing a play. If I can hit on that, right. then I'm going to... Yeah. Get the Shakespearean element okay. of it. Okay. I love Maybe how you've made your life. You're very confident. <laughs> yeah. 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 I love you've made your life very complicated, yeah. Tanner. What about number four about this whole wine barrel situation and the brotherly love situation? I think it sounds very Shakespearean, but okay. I think that it is so like over the top right. that it must be the stranger than fiction. Mm. Because okay. not only did they stab him or whatever, mm. like they drowned him. They mm. killed him like multiple times, mm. basically. Mm. It sounds like it's over the top. Okay. So are you picking number four? I think it's number four. Okay. I'm going to go with number two. All right. And then I want to guess the other yeah, ones. Yeah, so let's guess the other one. So I'll, I'll start with the ones that you didn't pick. So number one, Torn Apart by a Mob. Julius Caesar. It is indeed from Julius Caesar. It's Act 3, Scene 3, and it's Sinna the Poet. Sinna. Uh -huh. They're plebeians. So like, there's like first plebeian, mm. second plebeian. And they say, your name, sir, truly. And Sinna says, truly, my name is Sinna. The first plebeian says, tear him to pieces. He's the conspirator. Sinna says, I am Sinna the poet. I am Sinna the poet. Tear him for his bad verses. Tear him for his bad verses. I am not Sinna the conspirator. It is no matter. His name's Sinna. Pluck but his name out of his heart and turn him going. Tear him, tear him. Come, Brands, ho, Firebrands, to Brutus, to Cassius, burn all. And then they list a bunch more people that are going to murder. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> they were just yeah. bloodthirsty. Yeah. Okay, Julius Caesar. Kill, I, kill, I will kill. say that supposedly there was a sin of the poet in real life, uh -huh. and that's who Shakespeare was inspired by. Right. Mm -hmm. So, like, technically this could also be real, mm -hmm. but it was definitely staged by Shakespeare. Definitely. Mm -hmm. So the bear. Oh, the bear. This is a hard one, I think. This is actually not from a tragedy. It's from a comedy. Oh, okay. It's from The Winter's Tale, Act 3, Scene 3. The character is Antigonus, one of the most famous stage directions in Shakespeare. He exits, pursued by a bear. Okay. I really like that one. Okay. That's, that's very entertaining. Presumably murdered. So we have the other death. First murderer says, take that and that, stabs him. If this will not do, I'll drown you in the malmsey butt within. So that is... The barrel. Drowning in the Barrel yeah. is from Richard the Third. It is Richard the Third. Richard the Third, my kingdom. <laughs> yes, yeah. Richard the Third. So it's Act One, Scene Four of Richard the Third killing his brother Clarence, Duke okay. of Clarence. Wow. So then the lie is death number two, the stabbing in the eye. It's real. 
It's real. Oh my God. Who's this is a real poet. Who's can you, poet. Can you give me the first letter? Now that I got so far, yeah, now I you feel made it. Super <laughs> well, the name has been said already. It's Christopher Marlowe. It is Christopher Marlowe. Yes. Christopher Marlowe <laughs> was a. Christopher Marlowe was a very famous playwright and poet in the Elizabethan era, very much influenced Shakespeare. And his death was kind of mysterious for a long time until an official record was found where it was said that he was stabbed in the eye in a bar fight. That Mm -hmm. was the official record, buried in an unmarked grave. Wow. But many people believe that this was under suspicious circumstances and there are lots of theories. So this was in 1593. And one of the crazier theories is that Christopher Marlowe didn't die. It was fake, and that Shakespeare is Christopher Marlowe. Yes, yes. That is a very famous contemporary theory, but most historians say that's not true. But yeah, so he is a very famous contemporary figure stabbed in the eye at 29. 29. That sounds so Shakespearean. It sounds like. It does. That's what I'm saying. Like stabbing in the eye. Yeah. I think it's too basic for well, Shakespeare. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. stabbing is by far the most common way to die in yeah. a Shakespeare yeah. play. But then you yeah. put him in a yeah. cask of mulled wine or whatever yeah. it was. It is stranger <laughs> than fiction. It is. It sounds Honestly, so fictional. it was hard. Yeah. This was hard. Yeah. I yeah. don't think I could have gotten this mm-hmm. before researching it. So, like, no. I think you'd have to be a pretty big Shakespeare nerd to get all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's fun. not the game. Yeah, he has to figure out the lie, yes. which yes. we successfully did, nice. given our vast, expansive <laughs> yeah, knowledge. I, I, about am, <laughs> I am a little peeved that between the two of you, you managed to get it exactly right. That's yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, a broken clock is right twice. Oh, right, wow. so. <laughs> I should have known. I should have known. Yeah, I should have known. Thanks for listening to this episode of I Should Have Known. If you are listening on a traditional podcast platform, please subscribe and leave us a review. And if you are listening slash watching on YouTube, same deal. Subscribe. Drop us a comment. Let us know if you got the death, if you figured it out, or some of your favorite Shakespearean deaths, because there are so many good ones. Also, if you'd like to support the show, you can do that on Patreon, which is a subscription platform where you can donate to the show to support it monthly. And you get some bonus content. We talk about behind the scenes, how it works. All the links for everything you need are in the show notes or in the description. Next week, we'll be continuing with our Stranger Than Fiction theme for Halloween. And your host will be Soups, and he's going to do an episode on creepy sports. So be on the lookout for it. And as always, thanks for listening! Pheasants enter stage left.